you're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of The Handmade CEO, Episode 3. Today's guest is Susie Boomersbach. She creates beautiful home accessories to fill her shop, The Speckled Loon. I found Susie through Facebook and instantly fell in love with her beautiful hand-painted wood signs. I'm happy she agreed to come on the show and tell us all about her handmade journey. All right, so welcome to the show, Susie. Thank you. Can I just start by asking how long you've been running your business, The Speckled Loon? I started this business officially in about 2015. Thinking back to five years ago, what was it that inspired you to start the Speckled Loon? Yeah, what inspired me was um, I kind of got into it by accident. Um, A couple years before that, I had been in a job for about 19 years, a full-time job, and it was a corporate job. And um, they closed the office in the town where I was, and I lost that job. And in the back of my head, I was like, hmm, I wish I kind of had something of my own to fall back on. But at the time, I didn't and didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I went back right back into the full-time workplace, but always in the back of my head, I thought someday I'd like to have something to fall back on. And so um, in about 2014, my husband and I bought a small lake place up in Minnesota. We live in North Dakota, but we bought a lake place in Minnesota and we gutted it and kind of decorated it. Everything, everything was done on a shoestring budget. We did it all ourselves. It was, you know, for as little as we could. And so when it came time to decorate it, I knew I wanted to have all those fun lake things there. And, um, I thought, well, I've got everything I think I need to make what I want to make. So I kind of did a little research and made everything myself. And when we were all done, I just posted pictures of it on our Facebook to share with our friends and family of, you know, our final place, you know, come visit us and look at what it looks like. And uh, to my surprise, a lot of people wanted the things that I had made for inside our lake place. Oh, that's so cool. What were some of the projects that you worked on? Well, I made, um, of course, a lot of signs. The one thing that I wanted the most was one of those signs that said lake rules with all the funny little sayings on it. I wanted that. And then just like um, a sign with the big shape of our lake on it and a a compass and and a a fun little saying on it. Um, I did some glasses and mugs. I did Kleenex holders, some canvas art just a a lot of different things. And which ones do you find sell the best in your shop? Initially, a lot of people really liked the fire pit sign that I did. Um, That's not in my, on my website right now, because a lot of the times I only sell the lake signs in the summer, so I don't have them up during, but it's going to be there this spring when I launch a new line. But my fire pit signs are really, really popular. And the signs that I do with the people's, the shape of the people's lake is very popular. And then in addition to signs, I also do um, a line of accent pillows that are pretty popular. And um, they kind of tie into that theme too. But I also do seasonal things that are around Christmas, not necessarily lake related, but those sell really well too. Okay. So I love that you're able to take and change your designs a little bit depending on the season. I think that's so huge. Yeah. I don't do as many mugs anymore. You know how when you start, I I listen to your podcast, so you start and you kind of are doing everything and then you kind of niche down. Yes. (laughs) I've niched down to where I do a lot of signs, accent pillows, more home decor pieces, and not so much the mugs anymore. 
Um, but that's kind of, they were a big seller for me in the beginning, but now they've went in the industry more towards doing them with glitter and epoxy. And it's a, it's a very labor intensive process. And I just don't want to get into that right now. So the, the signs and the pillows are kind of more up my alley. In addition to lake related, I also do a little bit of just RV camper related things too, um, that sell really well. And I do sell things during on my website but then in the fall for my seasonal items i do several really large craft shows that are the two to three day craft shows and um those are that's where i can do a lot of those seasonal things and everything that you know make up for the lag right and the lull during the seasonal things okay great and where do you do these craft shows where does that take place well i'm like i said we live in north dakota grand forks north dakota it's right on the north dakota minnesota border Mm -hmm. and we're about mm, 90 minutes south of canada so we're pretty far north but um our state north dakota has an association just for handmade businesses called pride of dakota and they host shows over in about the top five or six bigger cities in the state okay and i do the one in grand forks which is where we live and then straight south of us is fargo which is a little bit larger of a city i do those and then there's another um, lady in the state that hosts some big ones. And, um, so I do those, those shows as well. I found doing the bigger two to three day shows are just way more profitable because it takes a long time to set up. If you just go do these little shows that are four hours long, they're not really worth your time or for, for my industry anyways. That makes sense. Especially when you're having to bring a lot of equipment or or not equipment, a lot of pieces and the setup and everything. I can imagine you probably want to yeah, be there for a little bit longer. Right. There's days I wish I was selling mittens <laughs> instead of big signs because it's a lot. It's a lot to haul, but um, you know, it's a bigger, bigger ticket item. Too. Right. Right. No, you're right. Well, how did you pick your business name? I think it's so cute. Well, the speckled moon is a shout out to um, our Lake Place, Minnesota. The state bird of Minnesota is the common loon, and if you go on my website, thespeckledloon.com, you'll see my logo, and there's a loon in it, and that's actually from a picture I took on our lake of an actual loon and I digitized it and made it into my logo and I also have it on a sign that I sell on that website. That is so cute. I absolutely love it. And I think these signs are so popular now. Every time you look on Pinterest, you see, like you were saying, the lake signs. And I love the idea that you make the like particular lake that people live on or maybe the lake that they like to go to. I think that's really neat. Yeah. And like anything, um, my business tends to be get saturated. I know the jewelry business does too. And I just found that if I kind of can specialize a little bit and not doing the same old, same old that everybody else is doing, that's better. That's why I make some of my signs. I've got the one with the loon that I make out of my, one of my pictures. I have another one with mm-hmm. Adirondack chairs in it. That's from a picture that I took from our lake shore And I made up the quote that went on there instead of just, you know, finding somebody else's quote. I try to be as original as possible in my work to kind of set myself apart. That's really what sets handmade items apart from the pieces you can buy at a store. Can you tell me a little bit about your process? How do you make your signs? I hand paint everything, but what I do is I design the stencils and then I have an electronic die cutting machine that cuts the stencils out after I make them. So I basically take a board, um, sand it down, stain it or paint it, whatever I want the background color to be, design my stencil and cut it out to lay on the board and then paint. So they're hand painted through a stencil that I designed. So then 
That way I'm able to mass produce as much as possible and replicate things. It just makes for an easier process. I love that you created something for yourself, shared it on Facebook. Then you took action when you noticed other people took interest in your pieces. In essence, that's like testing the market. Well, and the other thing that I use to um, test my market is those craft shows. Sometimes if I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder if something will sell, I'll make just maybe one or two of them just to test it. And if I lug it around to three or four craft shows, it will never make it to my website. I only sell things on the website that kind of have proven track history. Oh, that's a great idea. I love that. My business coach online is, her name is Renee Christine. She has a business called Cupcake Trainings. And she is great about teaching you the whole method of having a tested and proven product line. So what I do is I try to release release things in groups of five or 10 instead of just one thing and throwing it up. And so I have like every May around Memorial Day, I'll do, I'll release like 10 lake signs or summer type items on my website and I'll keep them up till Um, Labor Day, and then I don't bring those items back again until the next year. Great. And did you ever think you would have your own business? I know you were saying you wanted something to fall back on, but did you ever think that this would turn into that, or was it just completely random when you decided to post the signs online? Well, I didn't think this was going to particularly turn into anything. I dabbled in a few things in the past. I had done, um, I was pretty big into photography when my kids were in sports and were younger. And when they were all in baseball, I really liked taking the baseball pictures and I got where I was taking all the team pictures and things like that. And that was fine and everything, but I kind of had it in the back of my head. If I did do a business, I wanted it to be something that was a hundred percent on my schedule and that type of thing, because, um, my husband and I are getting close to that age of retirement. Um, I turned 58 uh, a couple of weeks ago And I want to retire by the time I'm 60. And that's kind of been a goal of mine for a long time. But I always thought "Mm, it'd be nice to have a business kind of in the works to just supplement my income a little bit in retirement. I kind of had it in the back of my head. If I did do a business, I wanted it to be something that was 100% on my schedule. So I didn't want to do direct sales because sometimes you're on other people's schedule or you need to make minimums or things like that. So I just always had it in my head. I want it to do on my schedule. So that's why I kind of started looking. And then this one just kind of started, you know, kind of found me. So I thought, well, I'll go with it. And if I don't like doing it or I get sick of it, I can always try something else. But I still love it. Oh, that's great. No, and I think it's really great that once you've started a business, it seems like it's an easy process to replicate. So I feel like if you didn't like the business, you could probably say, okay, I'm going to try something else, but you kind of know the formula now. Right. I I get it. Yeah. Once you kind of figure out, you know, sometimes my husband will say, well, how do you know that's going to sell? And I'm like, I just know. (laughs) (laughs) And he'll say, really? And I said, yeah, I just know. And then I'll come back from a crapper. It's like, yeah, I sold five of them. (laughs) That's awesome. That is so exciting. (laughs) I love when you come back with less, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So what was the most influential part of this journey? Like who influenced you the most? Well, in the beginning, I was bootstrapping it a hundred percent by myself doing all the research and everything. And then you know how you kind of get on a few boards for your industry or groups on Facebook. And then you kind of hit a point where "Mm, I need to kick it up a notch. There's a lot of people like, for instance, I'm not even on Etsy. I never even did Etsy because I, I heard one time and I think it was on Jenna's podcast, Gold Digger podcast about you need to own your own algorithm 
You should never rely on somebody, some other platform to grow your business. You know, you can use Facebook and Instagram and things like that. But in the end, where they go to buy, you should own that platform. So I just thought, you know, I didn't start on Etsy and I'll just skip it because you just end up getting price shopped a lot of the time on Etsy and that type of thing. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to try my own website instead, which I'm fine with. And I'm, I'm learning SEO and that type of thing. And I'm kind of a tech junkie. So I like that. And so that was influential to me. And then the other person is, like I said, I, I follow Renee Christine online and I took her, she has a, a marketing course and a course on how to build your own website. And I took both those courses from her and those really helped me a lot. And there's a lot of free, free things that come with that. When you buy somebody's courses, you get a lot of bonuses and things like that. And, and she has a holiday marketing series and things like that. So I, I rely a lot on her and, and her support. And then, um, my family is very supportive and great. I'm really lucky to have a spouse that he helps me, he helps me cut my boards and frames. And when I have a whole pile of sand, he jumps in and helps me with that. And he's, I call him my affectionately, I call him my pack mule because when I have a, a craft show or something like that, he comes and helps me get all set up and then just leaves me to decorate the booth and make it pretty on there. But you know, it really helps to have that, uh, the muscle to get me going. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can imagine, especially since these are wooden signs, I'm sure they get super heavy. Yeah. I, I don't travel light. So Todd's really good about helping me. <laughs> no. And I love that you didn't start, like you said, you didn't start on Etsy, but you're making it work. I think the hard thing when you have your own site, or you're not on a big platform is that you don't have the visibility. You know, you don't have people's, all those eyes on you. But if you're able to work with SEO and you know how to, um, you know, get your stuff out there, then I think, yeah, you're definitely, um, you're saving all those seller fees and you're not having to compete. It is difficult to juggle that, but um, I think it's a really neat idea to start on, a, on your own site as opposed to a big platform. I think that's really interesting. And if you can do it, I think that's even better. I mean, if you can learn the SEO, that's amazing. That's great. Well, yeah, that, that was my other thing too about Etsy. I don't like how, let's just say you, you type in uh, Lake Sign or whatever. And, and even if I'm at the top of the page and they click on mine, it's showing them somebody else's down below. So it invites you to be compared and price shopped. And I'm not the lowest price, but I'm not the highest price. I'm usually somewhere in the middle, but it's like a lot of people will go based on price or maybe they do free shipping somebody else or whatever. And I didn't want to pay fees for somebody else to market my stuff and that type of thing. Um, Etsy's great. You know, if you're starting out and that's what you do, that's fine. It's just, I just... I'm kind of a rebel that way. I like to choose a different path and just see if it works. No, but it's a great thing that you have something, you know, you already have your plan for when you do retire. And I think that's really great. You know, it keeps you busy. And it, like you said, it gives you extra income. And at that point, you're probably going to go full force with it, or you can, you know, scale it back if you want to. So I think it's really neat to have that um, opportunity to, you know, take it in whatever direction you want. There are so many incredible resources available online, and one of my go-to favorites is Skillshare. I have taken classes from how to add flourishes to my lettering to video editing on my iPhone. If you head over to the show notes and click on my Skillshare link, you'll receive two free months to try it out. You can't argue with free. Be sure to use the link to take advantage of this offer. Now back to the show. Yeah. My, my thing now is, you know, when you only have two or three hours a day and then your weekends to, to focus on your business, you know, there's only so much you can do. So I'm thinking, you know, if I have eight hours a day, look out. <laughs> 
So how do you handle all the technical stuff, like the website? And you, you said you used to, you digitize your pictures. I mean, are you right. doing, um, are you getting information from YouTube? Like where are you finding your, you're getting most of your knowledge from? Well, I'm old school. I've been using Photoshop since mm, the early nineties. Cause I had a job where I did a, just a, dabbled in a little bit of graphics way back in the day. And so I learned Photoshop a long, long time ago. So I kind of got, you know, I'm not advanced by any mean, any means, but I am able to go through and, and kind of figure stuff out. And, you know, I don't use all the tools, but I, I know what a lot of them do and can figure things out. And so that gave me a huge advantage because the software to do the um, make my own stencils and things like that is kind of similar to Photoshop and that there's layers and things like that. So I understood all that. And then I also, in my previous job, I worked in a corporate IT for 12 years. Wow. So I have, you know, I'm somewhat computer savvy. I'd never built a website before, so that's why I took a class. But but um, I understood everything in it pretty well. I just needed to know the process. And so then that was, that made it easier to do that. I had done Shopify at one point in time, but the fees on Shopify are quite high compared to just hosting your own site. I was happy to just get on my own and with this and build it. And, and it seems to be working out okay. I really like my website. I think it's aesthetically nice and um, it functions. So yeah. I'm happy with the end right. result. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I mean, I get um, vertigo every time I try to look at, you know, all this technical stuff. It really takes a lot for me to digest just every little bit of it. So I think it's amazing if you have that background and you have the patience to read through it. And Right. It's a, it's a site built on WordPress and um, hosted on a company called SiteGround. And there's a, it's, the, the course took me through that whole step. The course was called um, Architect, and it's just like, is that you're an architect and you're building your own site, and it was really step-by-step. Step. So as long as somebody gives me the right steps, I'm usually, I can follow the directions. The other question, um, what do you feel was or has been your biggest struggle? Well, I would say just right now, time. The pillows that I do, I do those in conjunction with my sister. She um, sews them, and then... I buy the forms and then I stuff them and, and I decorate them. So it's kind of like, and then at the end of the year, I run a report and we, we split the profits on the pillows. And so I have help that way, but I'll eventually, you know, might need more help. And I've got the trying to decide when and how to hire somebody. I love that you work with your sister. That is really cool. Is she local? Is she also near you? My sister, Janet, um, lives just about 40 miles from me. And so what she does is, like I said, she sews the cases for my pillows. And then um, she also comes and helps me at craft bears because it's hard to man a booth all by yourself. And so then she's got kind of an interest in it and she helps me sell them. So yeah, it's great to have her around to help. Have you ever heard of those classes that artists hold where they help you create your own sign? You pay for the class and they provide the wood, the stain, and the template? I got, I probably did 50 or 60 of these sign classes. I did a lot, but they are fun. And that is one avenue. Like if that's all you wanted to do, just do the parties and make that a business. You could totally do that. I'll tell you the funnest class I ever did was um, one I did for a charity event. And so that is super near and dear to my heart. Um, but my, I mentioned I have a full-time job and I work for um, a large construction management firm. And we had, in our town, helped build um, the new women's shelter. 
And so as a part of that, I wanted to donate a sign like with an inspirational quote to the shelter because I just thought the work they're doing was so fantastic and it would be neat to make something for the shelter. And I got talking with the gal that kind of runs the shelter and she's like, you know, it'd be nice to have more than one sign. So my coworkers and I and the workers at the shelter got together and we painted um, 20 original quotes on frames for them. Or, excuse me, we painted 20 designs on um, signs for them and then they hung them all over the shelter so that was kind of fun what kind of signs were they mostly like motivational or what we did was I asked the manager of the shelter to you know what kind of quotes were inspirational to the gals that were in the you know it's usually like abused women and their families that are in the shelter and I said why don't you ask them what they like and so like for instance um one of the quotes that we put in like the kids playroom was a Dr. Seuss quote and then others were just from different books or things that they found inspirational and so we just put them all over the the shelter for them and 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 my employer was so great they bought all the materials and everything for us to make them so that was really fun the the greatest um things that we get to do in our business always has to do with giving back anytime that you're giving back it just seems like that's the best projects or the funnest projects like I love when I get to teach I think those are the that's the highlight of my you know my year is when I'm teaching. So I really love that part. I agree. I like helping others too. And, and, and that type of thing. And, and like, I'm not the biggest business out there in the world, you know? Um, but I really feel like it's part of my duty. If I do do well is to give back too. So I do, I do, um, donate quite a bit to like, if somebody has a silent auction or a fundraiser for charity, we just had a coworker, um, where I work, his wife just had a kidney transplant. They did a fundraiser. So like I put together a little gift basket with a sign and some things and, um, donated that. And, and I donate to a lot of silent auctions and stuff. Do you have a quote or a motto or some, you know, something that has kept you going? I know a lot of times with business, it feels, um, daunting when you're not making sales or when you're having to, you know, get up early to get to a show or whatever. And I was just wondering if there was anything that you, you know, what do you keep in mind? What keeps you going on those tough well, days? I guess I don't have one single quote. I listen to a lot of um, podcasts and things like that that keep me inspired. I really enjoy Jenna's podcast, Jenna Kutcher's, um, Rachel Hollis. I listen, she doesn't have a podcast, but I listen to Mel Robbins a lot and her content. And, um, and then just kind of, um, you know, Jenna's got her Facebook group and stuff. I, I tend to be on Facebook groups with lots of business owners and stuff, not necessarily in my industry, but just all over. I like getting ideas and input from other people and I find other people's, you know, stories of overcoming things inspirational. And so I just kind of, you know, that's the way I go, I guess. There's nothing specific. I just kind of pull from a lot of different things. I love that you have a lot of people that influence you on a daily basis. Well, thanks. And, you know, and I'm in no particular hurry to like take off like a rocket. That's all. I'm more like a slow burn. That's just kind of the way I am in anything that I do. I kind of start and it's like you start gaining a little momentum. Um, I've seen a lot of people start before me that have quit and start after me that have quit. And it's like, they just don't, 
you know, I'm trying to do all the parts, like have a good email list, have a good social media, have a good website and all the things to serve. And there's some people that don't do all those parts or whatever. And I just feel like slow growth is better than no growth. And sometimes fast growth makes you burn out quicker. For sure. Slow and steady is the way to go. And have you tried Pinterest? Uh huh. I do have a Pinterest account as well under the speckled loon and I've got a few things on there and, um, that's what I'm going to focus on this summer is my website SEO. I've got some things I need to work on there and then, um, building up my Pinterest. So you have it all planned out already. I'm a planner. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) What has been the best part of running your business? Well, you know, I like having control over my time. And and so if I feel I need a break, I just take a break and I don't, you know, hustle as much and and go after things as much. Um, And I, I have got to be creative in what I do, or I always say this because every job I've had is very number centric or like I've worked in it and some finance and things. And so I have to do something creative or my head will just explode. So I just love the creative outlet that it provides me. Um, I can try different things and get a little messy, you know, with the paint and everything. And (laughs) usually have sawdust in my hair, but, um, I think it's just the creative outlet. I just love it. You're so talented. It's a huge gift to be both creative and good with the technical stuff. Well, thanks. I I mean, that's, yeah. And when I design, it's on the computer too. So it's just it's kind of a little techie process that I guess I just prefer that. So. Yeah. Well, what advice do you have for others wanting to start a handmade business? Well, I would say a couple of things. Don't, um, don't be worried like, Oh, I'm going to be so successful. I'm going to be busy right away. I think start small, test things out, you know, um, give things to friends and relatives and have them ooh and ah about it a little bit. That's kind of, I've made a lot of things for my, I've got, I didn't mention this earlier, but I have six sisters and two brothers and um, I come from a really big family and I'll give things to them or my nieces and nephews and before I was ever selling anything. And they, you know, they would post about it and <laughs> people say, Oh, how can I get one of those? And, and just look for, you know, easy ways and affordable ways to grow your business. You don't have have to spend a lot of money right out of the gate and you don't have to be fancy right away. You just need, uh, you know, it costs nothing to just put up a Facebook page and an Instagram account. You don't need a website right away. You know, you can just take orders and do things through PayPal and that type of thing and, and find a course or two in how to market if that's not your strength, because there's a lot of great courses out there and a lot of good information and, you know, follow your heart and use your, use your head a little too. And, and I think you can be a success. I love that you kind of were testing the market with your family too. <laughs> they're my guinea pigs. They're, they're awesome. Okay. So where can everyone find you? Where are you? Um, you said you're on Instagram. What are those handles? Yep. And I'm on Instagram under the speckled loon and you can look up the speckled loon on Facebook too. And then my website is thespeckledloon.com. So if you search speckled loon, you'll, you'll find me. Okay, great. I just want to say thank you, Susie, for being on the show and thank you for listening. I love that Susie gave us so much insight and the importance of surrounding yourself with great mentors. I'm super impressed with her ability to be both creative and techie. Heaven knows that's something I struggle with. Please be sure to visit our shop at thespeckledloon.com and use the code myloon20 to save 20% off of your order. Oh,
Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 